what we take for granted. We take our health for granted. And we really know that because when we lose it and we feel miserable, we're suddenly thankful that we don't feel miserable all the time. How do I know that? I'm sick and I'm miserable. So I appreciate health, but I do take it for granted. What else do we take for granted? Well, we take freedom for granted. We take law and order for granted. We take the ability to move about the cabin for granted. We feel we're protected. We feel we have a right. We probably don't even think about it. We take for granted that we have food to eat, that we're fairly comfortable in life. We expect it. We enjoy it. But we can sometimes take it for granted. Because the rest of the world, in fact a large portion of it, doesn't live that way. So we can become complacent, we can lose our ability to appreciate and be thankful. But there's something else we take for granted. We take for granted that there's a common understanding of what, what it means to be a person and how people think and the fabric that holds or used to hold our society together. But it doesn't anymore. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of bickering. There's a lot of arguing. And you can't take it for granted that someone holds the same values that you hold. So you have to really pay attention when you're communicating with somebody, especially in person. On the internet, we just throw bombs. Twitter is made for fighting. That's what I've heard. It's you go to a fight on Twitter. But when you're communicating with somebody, you can't take for granted that they think the way that you do. So you have to listen. You have to pay attention. And having said all that, there's something else we take for granted. We take for granted that we don't have to be martyrs. The early church is characterized by people expecting that they would be martyred for their faith. We don't expect that. We expect life to be peaceful and for us to pretty much exercise our freedom and our will. But the calling of those who follow Christ is to lay down their life, to be ready in season and out of season, to give an account of your faith. And there wasn't, there was a time not too long ago, and even now in some places of the world, where giving that account can lead to your martyrdom. So as followers of Christ, we can't take that for granted. We have to get back to living as if martyrdom were a possibility. And it really is if you understand the word, of martyr, the word martyrdom, which in Greek, having a Greek scholar here, 
one, maybe two, means to witness. It doesn't mean to die, necessarily, but it means to testify and to witness by your example, by your life, by your connection to Christ, to be authentic, to have integrity, to be humble, to be courageous, to speak the truth in love. In this society, those things will cost you. You will incur the wrath of one group of people or another. But that's okay. We can't take for granted that we won't be martyred. What we have to take for granted is that we have to give a witness for that which we know to be true and that which we believe and to the one whom we follow. So on this 4th of July, we are thankful. We glorify God. We recognize the gift that we have, that we have opportunity, that we have education, that we have food, that we have family, that we have clothing, that we have housing. All these are great gifts. And we're thankful for them. And so we give thanks to God for this day and for this celebration and for our country that we live in. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.